Welcome to Heart Chats with Jessica, where we are having fun in Jesus. Join us today to hear an encouraging message to help you embrace your place and finish your race with joy and victory. Greetings. So today I'm going to talk to you guys about something that just really stirred in my heart recently. I saw this post on social media. You know how those cute little pictures pop up and they have these like quotes and, you know, sometimes they're really, really good. And then sometimes they are so wrong. And this was one of those times that it just stirred me up with a righteous, you know, anger at, you know, like, what did you say about my God? You know, you ever have that, like, with a friend or whatever, you know, like, what did you say about my friend? You know, when you're a kid and stuff like that. And it just rubbed me wrong because it was such an assault on the character of God and an assault on his very heart and his very being, but disguised and wrapped in Christianese, you know, and... So I just I just wanted to pour out my heart about this about you know how I how I felt and just you know the character of God and who he is and so I guess you know we'll just we'll just go with this and I'll share you know what I saw and then I'm going to share the word with you and you know who God is because when we put religion and we put doctrine and theology over the word of God and we make it more superior than the word of God, we are in error. And sometimes things may sound good to some people because of their beliefs, because of their doctrine, because of their, um, what we call like their religious cows, you know, or whatever. And it may sound good, But in reality, it's not biblical at all when you start to kind of dissect it and you start looking at what's implied by it. And the problem with that is a lot of people's um, abhorrence for Christianity, their frustrations with Christianity, their being turned off to Christianity and to the truth of who God is, is because they see stuff like this or because they grew up in a church, you know, that didn't preach the truth. It preached theology or it preached opinions and it didn't give people the truth. And so they have this very warped view of who God is. And, you know, I've encountered people with that warped view. And when you see stuff like I saw recently, it just, it frustrates you and it irks you because you're like, no, 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 that's not who God is. And that's not his heart. And that's not his character. But you're putting it out there for people to see. And it's going to hurt people. It's going to, you know, reinforce those ideas that they have from their own experiences instead of giving them the truth. And I, if, if you haven't learned now, I am all about giving people the truth and the heart of God, 
and helping people unlock that for their own personal success. So we're going to dive into this and we're just going to have a heart chat on this. So the, um, the quote I saw, you know, said that many say God hates sin, but loves the sinner, but it's the sinner God throws into hell, not the sin. Woo. So, you know, as I was looking at that, I'm like, mm, no, like, yes, if someone doesn't repent and they don't come to know Jesus, they will go to hell. That is true. That is biblical. But what is implied by this is that God hates the sinner. It's implied that God hates people. God hates humanity and God hated you. That's what's implied. And everything I see in the word and everything that I see when I look at Genesis to Revelation does not support that thesis that God hates the sinner. And we're going to dive into it a little bit. This will not be a super in-depth study, but it may lead to some in-depth study because that's just how I work. I, you know, I'll see stuff or I'll hear something and it just makes me dive in even greater. Like, I don't know about that. Nope, that doesn't line up with the word. Let me prove it out. You know, and in Timothy, Paul told Timothy, you know, to study to prove thyself a workman that needeth not be ashamed. We have a job to do. We can't just rely on, you know, our Sunday snack as we go to church and we, you know, listen to our, our pastor or, you know, listen to a message here or there and just rely on that to give us the tools to be successful in who we are in Christ. We have to do the work. We have to study. And if you're studying and you're in the word and you're diving in, you're not going to be easily led astray. You're not going to be tossed to and fro by changing winds of doctrine, as the Bible says. You know, it talks about to not be children tossed to and fro by every changing wind of doctrine. It will toss you around if you are not grounded in the word, if you do not have an understanding of the word, if you do not know the word for yourself, you will be led astray easily by quotes you see on social media or quotes by some person that they themselves is not rooted in the word. You need to know the word for yourself. You cannot be dependent upon someone else's interpretation of the word. You cannot be dependent upon, you know, someone else's views or opinions. You have to know the word for yourself. So when you hear something, if you hear me say something that just doesn't line up with the word, or you hear your, you know, a minister say something that doesn't line up with the word, and it can happen because we're all human. We can make mistakes, but you have to know the word for yourself so you won't be led astray by those changing winds of doctrine. So 
when I see stuff like this, it stirs me up because, you know, that means we're not doing our job. We're not studying the word and proving ourselves to be faithful workmen. We're not doing that. And so we're just going to take a look at this because when you say, many say God hates the sin, but loves the sinner, but it's the sinner he throws into hell, not the sin. You're saying he hates the sinner. And that's what's being inferred by that, by this statement. And that doesn't line up with scripture. And we're going to look at why. In Romans 5, I'm going to read out of the Amplified. And it says, 5 verse 8 is where I'm starting. And it says, but God shows and clearly proves his, his own love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners... Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, died for us. Therefore, since we are now justified, acquitted, made righteous, and brought into right relationship with God by Christ's blood, how much more certain is it that we shall be saved from him, by him from the indignation and wrath of God? For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his own son? Is it much more certain now that we are reconciled, that we shall be saved daily delivered from sin's dominion through his resurrection life? So that right there tells me while we were still sinners, God proved his love to us. While we were still sinners, he proved and showed his love to us by sending his own son to die for us, to redeem us, to bring us into right relationship with him so that we could be his sons and his daughters, joint heirs. Hallelujah. Because he loved us so much, he sent his son, not he sent his son and now he loves us so much. No, he proved his love to us before we ever loved him. He proved his love to us before we ever accepted him. He proved his love to us when we were wretched sinners. He proved his love to us when we were wrapped in darkness and rejecting his love. He proved his love by making the greatest of all sacrifices. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join us next week as we continue this series called, What Did You Say About My God? And continue to look at the heart of the Father and His love and character towards us. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Be sure to subscribe and check out more episodes for uplifting, timely words, as well as informative interviews with experts in various areas of life and ministry, all with the purpose to help you live a life you love with eternal impact.